Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is Kip Harridge with your VRA Investing System podcast, where we tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. And then more importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. Folks, if you've been joining us here, well, we did call this rally, didn't we? If you've been paying attention, if you've been listening, we hope so. We hope so. Thank you for your feedback. What a what a what a week off these lows. Five percent rally off the lows of last week, uh, which again we believe we nailed. We've been pretty clear about those ten twenty nine, those October twenty ninth lows being the final lows. We saw it in everything that we that we look for. We saw it in the technicals. We certainly saw it in the in the volume and the volume analysis work that we do. Sell side volumes just dropped off the table once the market bottomed. That's the first thing my mentors taught me to look for uh, when uh, when when you're calling a bottom or or a top. Uh, let's get right to it. Dow Jones and the S and P 500 today both up eight tenths of one percent. Dow Jones up just under 200 points, closing at 25,538. Uh, S&P 500 uh, closing up 23 points at 2760. NASDAQ up the same thing, 8-tenths eight, eight of 1%, up 57 points at uh, 7350. And the Russell 2000 was our laggard, still up a half a percent, up 7 points at 1533. On the subject of our market averages, and again, this is something we pay a lot of attention to here because the technical part of what we do here in our VRA investing system, um, we are we have 12 screens, 12 proprietary screens. Uh, we, uh, uh, 70% of those are fundamental, 30% are technical. I've always thought that's about the right mix, and it served us well over the years. And as, as bad as the technicals were, the fundamentals simply never reversed. The economy is just too strong. Even the global economy, while global equity markets have been weak, the global economy is really showing no signs of softening. Uh, looking at uh, the latest report this week was 3.6% uh, global growth. I believe that was an IMF forecast. Uh, so, you know, China, China, China's stock market is not doing well, but According to them, at least, their economy continues to, to move along at a, a 6% pl- uh, plus uh, GDP. But the key point that we noticed was that uh, when, when, when Chairman Powell came out and admitted that uh, he really had screwed up, he didn't say that, but we know he did. He knows he did. Uh, for, with his October the 2nd uh, interview he did where he said there'd be a whole lot more rate hikes, I vented about that some this week. Uh, but uh, once the reversal was made, we saw that big move higher after the, the Fed uh, uh, a speech on Wednesday. Uh, the Dow Jones recoup its 200-day moving average, and that's the key. If you're a trend follower, uh, if you're a technician, the 200-day moving average is pretty much the Bible when it comes to is the market or, or a sector or a stock in an uptrend or a downtrend. This is what we look for. It's important for the VRA system. Uh, and uh, we just don't want to see us stay below the 200-day very long. The longer we stay below the 200-day moving average, the, the, the more the odds increase that the 200-day moving average is going to become resistance rather than support. But boom, on Wednesday, the Dow Jones, a big 600-point up day. Uh, Dow Jones recouped its uh, 200-day moving average, and look what happened today. Uh, the S&P 500 closed one point below its 200-day moving average. Still a great day. 
NASDAQ is getting closer, uh, about 100 and some odd, maybe 150 points away from its 200-day. The laggard again, the Russell 2000 has got some work to do uh, to get back there. But folks, it makes sense, doesn't it, that the Dow Jones would be the leader? We have so many components in the Dow Jones that are trade-related. And so uh, while we never had a trade war, as you know, again, if you've been listening here, uh, we've poo-pooed this thing from the beginning. Uh, this was a direct hit at China to, to force them to get their act together. But all it was ever going to do was help the United States. Trump has had this right for decades. And so uh, uh, we, we just didn't see it as ever being a trade war. You're looking at right now something like less than one-half of 1% of, 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 as far as the tariffs compared to global trade. It's just not enough to impact anything. But it did do some psychological damage. And that's, when the, that's why the Dow and the move it's had higher and the fact that it's now become our leader, the Dow's telling us that this trade war, if you will, uh, it's really more of a skirmish, if even that, is over. It, it's, it's essentially over, and the Dow is telling us that. Uh, with its uh, with its leadership, um, if you don't subscribe to our blog, uh, you, please do. It's free. Uh, you can sign up at kipharage.com. And in our uh, blog today, we send out a weekly blog uh, to to all of our again free members. Uh, we outlined a chart of the Dow Jones, and it's something we've been highlighting for our members here regularly, which is essentially that again we saw. We saw the vo volumes really just evaporate. Sell-side sell volumes evaporated, fell off the table in, in all of our indexes. Uh, but we saw a – we've seen a pattern this year of, of higher lows. Technically, that's, that's really important. We never saw a new lower low, even in with all the calamity, even with this 10 percent plus correction that we saw. So that was real positive. What we have also saw is, is from May onward – even through the 10% correction, money flows continue to increase. Relative strength, again, even as the correction was ongoing, relative strength began to improve noticeably. So all the technical signs were there telling us that we needed to ignore the fear and that we needed to buy. Remember, it's impossible to buy low when everybody is bullish. That's why corrections serve as such a great opportunity for regular investors to, to, to buy their favorite stocks after they've dropped in price for no other reason than the market is going through a hissy fit. That's, that's, what, that's, what, uh, that's what I've always called a correction. I think I, I think I stole that from my mom. But uh, the truth of the matter is this market's been telling us since those October 29th lows that the lows were most likely in place. Uh, and we believe that uh, – continue to believe that that is the case. Best Best week – in the S&P 500 in seven years. I'll repeat that because it got my attention too. Best week in the S&P 500 in seven years. Everybody was worried about the Fed. That fear is gone. Everybody's worried about China. We never were, but the markets have been. We believe the action here tells us that's probably uh, a done deal. Uh, we'll, we don't know, though. If we get bad news out of China, you know, we could see the market uh, give, give these gains back on Monday. And that's the only concern that I have is the market internals. Even again, with these, with these big days we've seen, uh, Wednesdays, Wednesdays internals were, were just stunningly good. 
you know, four to one uh, advanced decline, seven to one up down volume, but not today. You know, uh, they were internals were positive, advanced decline positive, up down volume positive, but new highs to new lows continues to be a little alarming. Uh, we saw today roughly uh, about 150, maybe 200 more new 52-week lows than, than new highs. So that, that's a little concerning. Still some stocks are getting beat up, probably the remnants of people panicking and getting out. Maybe Jim Cramer has something to do with this, folks. Jim Cramer, 1,200 Dow Jones points ago, as we talked about earlier this week, Jim Cramer of Mad Money fame, 1,200 points ago, said we're in a bear market, rally should be sold. So... Uh, the problem that I have with that call, and look, we all make mistakes. We all get it wrong from time to time. The problem that we had with that call was that he made that call when momentum, uh, uh, in all of our uh, momentum indicators, uh, oscillators, if you will, were uh, at extreme oversold levels. That, that's not where markets drop quickly. That's where bottoms take place. We also uh, were big investor sentiment people here. Uh, again, my mentors taught me the importance of that as being a contrarian many years ago, uh, some, some 33 years ago. Uh, but we, we, we saw investor sentiment the same day that Jim Cramer said we we're in a bear market and that rallies should be sold. We saw investor sentiment reach extreme fear. The, the, the worst readings that we've had since uh, 2016. And again, that's where you have to fight the urge to sell and just to take a step back, realize that the fundamentals are always more important than the technicals. That's just the way it is, folks. Every, every great, every great uh, investor will tell you that fundamental analysis is where it stops and where it starts, and that technical analysis is a tool. Uh, and there's some great technicians out there, some great traders that are probably uh, really disagree with me on that. That's just what I I was taught to believe, and it's what's worked for me and for the VRA. So when you see this, these kind of extremes, you know, again, you have to realize that you can't you can't buy low when everybody's bullish. You can only buy low when market corrections take great companies down to ridiculously low prices. Um, let's see. You've got a few notes here. We made a note today, and I'll cover it briefly here with you. Um, what what likely happened at the those ten twenty nine lows was that, and you know, we only know from looking forward, looking backward in a, in a, the next uh, few weeks to, to a month or two. But it's it's increasingly likely, we believe, that we saw a global capitulation. Think about it. After the market. Back in January, began to we got extremely overbought, had a, had a hell of a run up. The the U.S. market sold off, global markets sold off. U.S. markets recovered, global markets did not. Especially emerging markets in China continued to go down, even as we rallied, went higher until this recent correction. Well, 